They're a little bit loose, a little bit unstrung, and they've probably had a few beers beforehand. Please welcome Matt Crummins and Tom Fancy Pants Puck with yet another episode of Matt and Tom's Excellent Adventure. Welcome to yet another fantastic episode of Tom and Matt's Excellent Podcast. And you're here with Matt Crummins and Tom Putt, two of the most famous, influential... I'm starting to sound like we're on, um, you know... And full of photographers. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. What's been happening in your world? Oh, I'm very excited. I've been settling into my new digs. We're now, new now pad. on the, Yeah, we're on the the uh, the edge of the Yarra Valley here. I've got a nice big big paddocky yard big. to look at with my gum trees and my birds. I've been setting a studio up. Um, Glad you said oh, big yard. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was I was that was there's was never any question about what I was going to say until you said that. But well, um yes, I don't yeah. say. It's uh, but you know, lockdown. So I've been uh, been oh, uh, for just goodness been, sake. I feel We're like going to try and not mention that word. Haven't we done this topic? <laughs> <laughs> what and today's topic is it's what to do in do lockdown. lockdown. That's it. How to cure Zoom fatigue. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. What is going but, on? Well, today apparently we'll have some good news. Well, for us Melburnians, mm. we will hopefully be getting out of it. However. It's not great news, I've heard. It's good, but not great. Well, am I going to get to go to the snow next week? That's the no, most important. Oh, I don't think so. Well, so, they're going um, to say, you know, 5K still applies or I've, something. I've or heard no that regional not, travel. That, well, you will, by the time this podcast comes out, everyone will already know. It's going to make me sound really stupid. <laughs> it basically sounds as Here you as go, though, Ostradamus. Off you go. Tell us. <laughs> it yeah, basically sounds as though this is me we'll telling the future right from the past. Are. Uh, so I've heard that it will be masks indoor as and outdoors still. No visitors to the home can go to restaurants with strict hospitality limits. They say will mean a lot of places simply can't open. You so sound like you're reading sounds... this from a script. Are you I'm sure not... you're not advising the Victorian government on this? Uh, are mate, you really? Was... <laughs> Do you want my? Are you really uh, like a, a, an epidemiologist, world health, health expert, hiding you know in some sort of like photographer's clothing? Is that what's going you, on? Photographer's clothing. Actually, you know what? Photographer's clothing is bloody hilarious. I did look up the other day. A, um, I, I, I never, I would never intended to buy it. Just for those who are listening, oh, but I looked go. up photographer's vest. You've bought it already. You've bought it already. Up, no, they're not so a, bad. Not a vest. They're Don't, so if bad. You, if you buy a vest, if you buy a vest, I will never speak to you again. Because I was looking at the Olympic photographers, going, oh, some of that looks really handy. It looks terrible, but handy. <laughs> it looks. And for it s- looks very. It look. I wouldn't wear it out to dinner, and I wouldn't wear it out to a nightclub. But I tell you what, it could be very practical. Do they do that in fluoro mesh? Can they? Can they just take that in a bit so it just fits my figure a bit better? What's with That's the khaki? Why does an Olympic photographer? <laughs> they don't need khaki. What are they? They're camouflaging themselves in the background on the media stand. No, or something. it's like poo brown. It's it is poo brown. Why, it's why can't they do? I think they should do cool colours, <laughs> or, or just black. You know, but I think that khaki or poo brown is just—I don't know. It makes them look no, sad and old. Out, Matt. It's no good. Yeah, you can't, it's not good. You can't cash off your tan or anything like that. Like no, it just, just does nothing for your skin. I've tried it. No. Believe yeah, me. Not, not I cool. think for all the all the Olympic sports photographers out there listening, I think we're going to challenge you to spray paint your vest a different colour so you stand out when we're watching you pull deck, you know, pull side. And I can go, oh, my God, that's my friend Deli. He's in pink, hot pink. Oh. Look at him. He looks awesome. Actually, no, I've got an even better idea, Tom. 
because we know that most of them are listening because they're probably not that busy at the Olympics at the moment. <laughs> they're not. They've um, got nothing to do, seriously. I, what are they doing? I'm thinking, I'm thinking that, that we go, everyone who's on Matt's team, put on your oh. red vest and everyone who's on Tom's team, put on your poo blue vest. <laughs> poo blue. <laughs> Smurf blue. Smurf, Smurf poo blue. Thank you. Um, and then we can just see who's more popular, really. We just have to watch the Olympics to see the media stand and be like, oh, look, there's more red than there is blue. Are we making this about you versus me again? It is, yeah. You're, you're, what, and, what if is you like, and if you like Nick Fletcher, just go oh. bare chest. <laughs> just do what? He just, just go, go bare chested. Bare chest. Go he would have nothing and riding a horse. <laughs> <laughs> nothing under the vest. He'd just go the manscape. Yeah, that's wow. it. Wow, is he like that, is he? He, he fancies himself, does he? Oh, just a bit. Oh, my I imagine God. anyway. I don't know. To be honest, I've never... I've I've not hung around topless Nick um, <laughs> too much in the past, but I can I could picture That's him just going weird. look riding his motorbike out in the farm. It, he would he's got he would have full Vladimir Vladimir Putin on a on a horse. Really, you know he'd that, that photo that came out. Yeah, it would he'd he'd be, be that, covered. Be that so right, next thing yeah. you know, you'll be releasing a 2022 um, calendar. Just a bit of merch on the nickfletcher.com.au <laughs> website. Hey, <laughs> that's if he can find his website. Didn't he lose it? Oh, did he? <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't know what the URL is. Oh, my God, so, what a tool. Yeah. Seriously. Anyway, yeah. Oh, dear. Speaking of got- merch, speaking of merch and speaking Ooh. of what's been happening for me, thank you for yeah. asking, is that I, I have been super busy. I know it's been a few weeks since we caught up. Do you know how I know you've been super busy? Because every time I message you, I get a one-word answer. No, too busy. <laughs> that's not one word. That's three. Um, no, well, that was over three texts. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? Hey, you know, I don't want to uh, overload you. I don't want to overload mm. you. I have a range of merchandise coming out very soon indeed. I can't wait. I'm just waiting for a couple more things to arrive. Please tell I... me it's just a, a whole line of pants. <laughs> tell me you've got just a whole a whole fashion line of pants. I, it, it, look, I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag, Matt. You know, good PR means that you tease the uh, customer or the, the invitees before you actually give away and... and, and um, show off the product, you know, release it to the world. So there is a lot of merchandise that will be coming out very shortly. Keep your eye on your socials and you'll see what's coming up. So, And so is this just like Tom Putt branded? Mer- oh, I guess oh, yeah, I can't yeah, say, yeah. can you? Well, that's what it is. It's all about me, of course. You know what? I've always thought I would want to do as merchandise, and you can feel free to steal this idea because I know full well <laughs> I'm never going to do it, um, is to do like just plain black T-shirts because I love a plain black tee. Oh, well, I've done that but, already. Yes, go on. But printed on the inside, the inside. is an ND filter conversion chart. <laughs> so you can just like poke your face into the neck hole and be like, oh, yeah, 130th goes to 30 seconds. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so you look like you know what you're talking about. A hundred percent. But every now and then it just looks like you, oh, hold on. I just got to wipe my forehead. So you pull your, looks your like neck out. And you, yeah. And there's a, there's a premium version that has a built-in LED light so you can actually see the chart. Yeah. You're sniffing your own odor. <laughs> That's it. No, and if you flip up the bottom of the t-shirt, there's a lens cloth built in as well. You know, if Nick Fletcher wore t-shirts, he'd probably actually like that sniffing his yeah. own body odor. Mm. Yeah, he just needs to tattoo the ND conversion chart onto his chest. You <laughs> <laughs> may have that already somewhere else, Matt. You don't know. It's probably well, you true. may know. I'm, I'm not I'm, sure. This yeah, is going well, places that. I guess. What do you say? Tease the audience and don't give away the secret. <laughs> <laughs> For those heading to BFOP this year, you might well get to see all of that and more. Speaking of which, how is that all progressing, Matthew? Because I did see something pop up on my Facebooks. 
just the other day some sort of uh, some sort of survey that came out and mm. it was, was asking whether or not whether Tom Putt should be elevated to legend status as a presenter, which which gives him full voting rights and other bits and pieces. Do, sure. do you want to do you want to know the answer to the uh, the survey there? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was dangerous to put out a survey whereby people could then add their own answers and options. Well, the, well I expected I more answers to be to be added, but they <laughs> didn't actually. They voted they for some be, bad answers. They but... all behaved. They all behaved themselves. So the outcome is. So the winner yeah. is. So I got off the phone to Nick. No joke. 15 and a half minutes ago, four minutes before we started this podcast. Right. Um, no, we have had hit a massive dilemma this year and it's actually been a really, you know, you're asking what's been going on in my world. Most of what's been going on is, is this conversation. We speak on the phone about this probably at least once a day. Oh and um, the issue we have is that um, because New South Wales is just not going very well at life at the moment and because Melbourne is kind of scared of New South Wales and, you know, the potential creep, just like they weren't with us last year. Um, we are not confident that we're going to be able to do the festival up in Bright. And oh. the the problem is, is that the, the, it's actually this... a really expensive festival to run. And so for us to go and put deposits on everything to get it running um, and then to find that we need to make it an online festival, um, we it's just outrageously risky from a, a both a financial and time perspective because it's not as simple as going, oh, that's okay, we'll just make it online and we'll flip it tomorrow. It takes a lot of work to go online and um, because people aren't generally refunding deposits these days, they're postponing your bookings. Yes. Um, it means that we'd have to hold on to, it's like $50,000 worth of um, worth of uh, deposit bookings for the festival for next year. And to be honest, I just don't really feel like doing that at the second. So um, Right. So this year we're actually we, – it's not all bad news though, right? Because you probably think, oh, my God, another Zoom festival. Although, surprisingly, I did win the bet with Nick. Nick said no one's going to want to do a Zoom festival. Everyone's going to tell you just to run it anyway. Mm. And I, I won. Um, mm. Mm. It was only really Cam Blake and I think Tom that said it was a shit festival should cancel. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't remember ever saying that. But, um, no, what we've, uh, what we've decided to do we, – we're Oh, is this an exclusive – it is. This is actually the first time You've it's heard been it announced. First on Matt and Tom's excellent podcast, right here, right now, write this down. It's Tuesday, the twenty second of twenty seventh of July at eight seventeen in the morning for us. Mm-hmm. And Matt is about to announce the future of BFOP for twenty twenty one. Off you go. All right, so it's going to be an online festival primarily, right? So it'll be the same as last year from that perspective. Although now we've actually got time to plan it, we're hoping we're going to make it a whole bunch cooler. The second it part was cool to it, though, anyway. It was awesome anyway. You guys oh, did an awesome was, job last year. I mean, Nick, was, did, Nick did a great job. He did I, a great. I, he did a cracking job. <laughs> did a great job. Um, but he. But you know, Zoom was also a little bit fresher to everyone last year, and everyone was locked down last year. The issue we've got this year is that if we're not locked down, who's going to want to sit around all weekend listening to us and Obs talk about photography? Mm. You know, I feel like that's going to be a bit of a big ask. So what we're doing is that. If we're in full lockdown for some reason, you know, like for instance, New South Walesians coming and delivering furniture to Melbourne, um, what we could do, what we're going to do is uh, is run as a full online. If, however, the restrictions are easing by then, and we're hoping that with vaccine rates and everything like that, that'll be the case, we are going to run um, BFOP events across Victoria. Well, when I say across Victoria, Melbourne, Ooh. and then we're going to tell people who are in other areas, if you want to guys want to get together, you can do some face-to-face stuff. But essentially around Melbourne, we're going to have some photo walks. We're going to have um, a venue which will host all of our evening entertainment. So for those oh. who want to join us at the end of the night or the end of the day, 
you can either watch it online like you did last year or you can come and be in our live audience oh. and, uh, and it'll be a hybrid event. Listen to this. So will that be in Bright as such or not? You're talking somewhere else in Melbourne. No, nah, this will be in, in Melbourne, Melbourne. So we're going to bring Bright to Melbourne um, only because we appreciate that if we say it's in Bright, um, you've got to book accommodation, which may or may not be refundable if we have to cancel it, if there's which restrictions of distances. Anyway. <laughs> well, we did say don't book your accommodation. I know, to be to- I anyway, know, that's, that's I fine. But, um, don't listen. You know that. <laughs> they don't so, listen to uh, us, let alone anybody else. No, no, especially, yeah, especially us. Especially us. Um, so, yeah, so anyway, that's that's where it's at. But the, the, I will say, you know, because now we're making this into an announcement as well, if you have um, pre-bought your ticket for 10 bucks, um, or like your, your deposit on your pre-sale ticket, that obviously is credit towards your actual ticket. Um, and if you can't uh, or don't want to make our a festival this year because it's different, it's not what you wanted, it's not what you asked for, you're a bit on Cam's bandwagon of saying it's just a bit <laughs> rubbish, then... Um, then you can carry that credit over to next year or get in touch and we can make some alternative arrangements. But don't stress, everyone. This news is coming out. You will have an email in your inbox this week, I promise. Um, we did say August, but now we're sort of making the call. Oh, uh, and yeah, really? it's, it, I just think it's I – I I'm excited because now we can actually plan for something. You know, it's a certainty of knowing you can do something. I hate this, like, bubble of I don't know what's happening next, so I can't do anything about it, you know? Yeah. Is it true that Cam Blake has organised the Tasmanian Festival of Photography to be on the same weekend? Probably. <laughs> I guess no one would know because it's such a small festival that no one's <gasps> really heard of it. Oh. Oh. No, You're of course terrible, he's Muriel. He's going to do his um his trip around Tassie again and he's taking requests as to where he's going to go. Is that right? So, have you spoken yeah. to him about that already? Yeah, of course we have. Of course we have. You haven't spoken to me about anything that I'll be doing. Well, you'll be in Shark Bay apparently, so <laughs> we just sort of figured stuff you. Well, well, I hope to be, but who knows yeah. what's happening. Otherwise, you, otherwise, you might be in the audience at BFOP watching Other, the last I, cool kids I might perform. Be dragged in, dragged <laughs> like in. Monkeys. To... <laughs> <laughs> I can well, just see it now. You, you'll pull some epic stunt where it's like everyone in the live audience rocks up in Tom Putt merchandise. <laughs> oh, now you're talking. Here you go. Let me make some notes. Let me make some notes. Doesn't that sound good? Everyone could be wearing fancy pants and like a, sounds a, like, a fluoro pink T-shirt. Sounds like there's going to be uh, 400, 450 giveaways in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jump online, people. Just uh, It's a raffle, $10. <laughs> All proceeds going to charity, being my charity. <laughs> the Tom Pup wants to buy pe- lunch award. <laughs> <laughs> Get me off the streets. Oh, glasses. Oh. What a what a what a year we're having! I, I know, thought, right? I thought last year couldn't get any better. No, well, it's, yeah, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about what 2022 has to offer. Oh come on! <laughs> I, I, did, I read. You know what I've noticed <laughs> since last since last year in this pandemic form. You know what I've noticed is that I'm seeing a lot more news articles about weird animal diseases that have jumped into human, and and they've not taken off. But like you would never have heard of this one person who caught like a monkey disease or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and now it's like it. man dies of monkey disease. And I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> everyone's got it. Well, you know, That's it's it. scary to think just to get serious for a minute and doomsday to think this has happened on a pretty big scale. Imagine little... if we had a disease that was deadlier, more highly contagious, and we didn't find a vaccine for. It's basically a zombie movie, isn't it? That's just, we're, we're screwed. Mm. We're like, see you later. Yep. 
Yep. I've mm. already started constructing my giant fence around my property. So uh, in that case, yeah, I'm putting going to put put solar in, get some bore water pump going. I've got the the, yep. the crops planted. Oh my god, you're, you're one of those. Yeah, I'll be a, uh, I'll be a doomsday prepper. Have my bunker. I tell you what, one of those. I'm I'm not a big horror movie kind of guys. I don't like. I like happy movies. I, if I watch any other sort of movie, I, I take it too literally and I start thinking too much about it and I end up very Aww. depressed. So I went and saw when I was in uh, New Zealand years ago, I was in Queenstown in between some projects and I thought I'll go to the, I'll treat myself to the movies and I went and saw I Am Legend with Will Smith in it. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The zombie one where, you know, the disease gets around. It's a bit, you know, like what I was proposing. Oh my yeah. god, horrendous! Oh, I didn't. Oh, not really? Like, I didn't like it at all. I thought it looked like quite a bit of fun, to be honest. <laughs> no, because like, I mean, think about it. It would really shake things up. You'd, you, you, you would be kind of up. like, yeah. I would want to jump off a cliff if that happened. I reckon it would be like, I'll get, I'll get me first before you get me. Oh, fair enough. Well, I'll keep <laughs> that in mind. I'm, maybe if if this happens, Tom, maybe you can come over to our place and we can put you in the freezer and preserve you as like spare steak in case. <laughs> that would be that would be ideal. I'd be happy for you to do that if you're willing to to um, confront the zombies and see if you can make it out alive. Oh, of course, of course. I'm willing, to be, <laughs> I'm willing to be sacrificed. I'm willing to be sacrificed. Have you been watching any of the Olympics at all? Have you been? Oh, I did. I watched. The, I've actually been watching mostly just the photographers in the media pit with their crappy vests. But um, all right, you well, know, I did. I watched the archery. I watched the archery. I watched the archery. That was pretty cool. Right. Um, not, not my not my sport of choice. I wouldn't have said. Why, I'm not really have you done a bit of archery person. before, or what? Not at all. It's just whenever I flick it on, when I've got that brief moment, um, I'm just like that. Seems to be what's on. It's okay. that or surfing, and the surfing's not really doing it for me. It's oh, like did you see the surfing conditions? Pretty yesterday. rubbish, like conditions. Yeah. Oh, did you see them yesterday? They've got some typhoon off the coast. And oh no! It's, it's like a oh, bay no, wave. Lost you. It's like something you get down a Brighton beach, you. darling. I swear, it was just horrendous. The waves um, were this poo brown, and they weren't breaking uh, properly, and they were about one foot high, and they're trying to catch hold on. waves. Hold on, hold on. Easy, what? tiger. What? Coming back. Um, coming back. Why? Oh, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. What are you doing to me? My audio cut out because I oh. touched my watch and it cut across. I got really, I got AirPods this week. Because oh. guess what, Thomas? Guess what? Oh, God. What? You missed my birthday. Hey. <gasps> and I know oh, you bugger. like them. And I hate them. And I woke up in the morning. I'm like, what are the bets that Tom tries to make something of this? And then he didn't. And I was so happy. It was only a few days ago, wasn't it? It was a whole week ago. You've missed a it week ago. Now. Yeah. You know what you gave me for my birthday? What's a rejection, that? A rejection on a podcast request. Oh, did I? And that made quite, me so quite, happy. Quite fitting, I think. Quite apt. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But no, yeah. I've got little AirPods now and they're really cool, but they bounce around between my devices sometimes and that gets scary. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you've got those little puffy things in your ears now. Yeah, but they've got this cool feature, right? No, it's, yeah, you know what I mean? My technology, right? So it's really reached wank. wank so they've got, this, uh, they've got this thing. It's called transparency mode. So it actually, it actually broadcasts. So it's noise cancelling. Um, so you can listen to music and stuff without any noise from outside. They're phenomenal noise cancelling. Or you put in transparency mode and it actually lets the sound through from outside. So you can walk around the house and it sounds like you've got a massive stereo on in the background, 
because you can hear all the normal sound as well. Oh. Um, which is really super cool because when yeah, you can just you don't feel like you're kind of locked off from the world. Right. Which I'm really yeah. Which sometimes I want to be, so you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. um so you can make the choice. But it does it's yeah, occasionally I hit a button on one of my other devices and it goes a bit crazy. So Yes, that's the problem when you're Bluetoothing stuff. Yes. Yeah. He, he wants to switch around, whatever. Um I've enjoyed a little bit of the hockey. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the Olympics, weren't we? <laughs> I'm trying to bring you back on topic here. Yeah, I've, got a, list. I've got a list of things to get through this morning. Jeez, okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, and and because my son plays hockey and he's very good at it, so we've been sort of watching in um, in texting world. I've been texting him when things have been going well or we might call each other and watch it um, at the same time and commentate. So the Australians, women, men and women, are doing extremely well in the hockey. The way they hit that ball around, so fast, unbelievable. And uh, what else did I get into? Oh, Ariana Titmus, who won against uh, Ledecky yesterday in that 400. What a great event that was. And how was the coach going off? That was brilliant. Yeah. I was actually – I just think that I loved his reaction because it was just so passionate. Oh. But I'm just waiting for all the Karens out there to be like, <laughs> oh, my God, he totally sexualized that moment. <laughs> Yeah, it'll, be, it'll, it. it'll be like a it'll be like it. a coaching sexual abuse issue again. Oh dear. <laughs> we watched. Have you, have you heard his mum and dad speak? No, not his mum and dad. Her mum and dad. Oh Ariana's, no, Ariana's mum and dad. We're we're listening to him do this. He's got his he's got the microphone in his hand and he's chatting away. And I'm like, geez, baby, he speaks really well. And she's like, yeah, doesn't he? He's like. It's like he's done this before. Well, I'm straight on to Google, of which Mary knows that I'm always always willing to do that. He's a, a, a former Channel 7 journalist, reporter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he's, he's, he's a just, media coach. Just completely hijacked from the so, reporter. <laughs> I'll ask my own questions, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> shut up and let me talk. I think we'll be seeing a fair bit of uh, him come up in the next few days at least. He, he's got a very good presence in front of the camera and uh, now I know the reason why. Um, just as I was talking to you there, a, a bloody notification came up for another podcast that we can't mention. Another oh, episode. no. Yeah. yeah oh, have you listened to it though? No, I tried. Yeah. I tried. I yeah, it me too. Me too. Right. <laughs> I, got, I, I almost clicked the play button. That's how hard <laughs> I tried. Next thing you know, Nick Fletcher will be bringing out his own podcast. Can no, see, imagine? the thing is, Tom, we know what we have. We, you know what we have is a huge benefit over that other podcast. What is that? Is we don't put our ugly faces on it. We just have <laughs> our beautiful, soothing voices. People think that we're like these superstar, highly attractive, yes. chiseled ab photographers. We are, which, yes, we are, yes, yep. And you know we can disguise that because we just use the audio but the other these this other team here they are going oh we'll put our faces on there too because then we'll one up them but no oh. one wants to see a wombat talk about photography for an hour <laughs> <laughs> i thought more the wombat's ass rather than anything else i thought it represented more the back end rather than the front end but hey look i'm not who am i to judge but but i hear what you're saying matt because here we are we're letting our humor our personality our dulcet tones do all the talking, literally, pardon the pun, whereas they're trying to – they think they've got a good head for radio. Well, they think they've got a good head in general, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see. And if they put two of them on there and it just, just makes it worse. <laughs> 
Now, one last thing before we get on to today's topic, which... which don't is, rush. Don't rush. It's only been 25 minutes of talking about literally nothing. Yeah, but so. this is why people love us. This is why I get feedback all the time. I listen to your podcast and I go for a walk and people are wondering what I'm laughing at. And I go, well, clearly that's not me talking. That must be Matt. They yeah. think you're, I think you're very funny, Matthew. Which I is, am pretty funny. You are I very think, good. We, I yeah. feel like... I feel like if we were Hamish and Andy, I'd be the Andy and you'd be the Hamish. Because <laughs> it's my, my childish good looks. Your, 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 your boyish looks and your sense of humour. It's far greater than mine. Far greater than mine. Before we get on to today's topic, which is... Um, Going to be changed. Yep. The strangest photography te- <laughs> technique that no. you've heard of. I'm just... Well, hold on. I needed to look that up because I just need to Google that to come up with some sort of like... T- I realized I put, I pitched this topic and I was like, wait, actually, I don't hear that many strange things. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I sort of wrote that to you at 10 o'clock at night thinking, I oh, know that could be fun. And then I sat there going, no. 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 What? Like, but, I've got nothing to talk about. What am I nothing doing? Nothing at all to talk about. Now, I've got, we do have some other topics that you sent through, though, that, which we could randomly select. Well, you know what? what you know what? I, I, not randomly. One came up on the podcast the other day. Here we we are put, not on the podcast on the Facebook group, say and we the put other it out and we say, "Hey guys, if you'd like us to chat about anything, just just mention it here." And of course, we like what people say, but we never actually end up talking about it. Tom, can I just ask quickly? Are you are you licking your microphone? <laughs> I think you might need to move back by maybe a centimeter. This is. I can feel I can feel you like your, so... your bristly chin on my eardrum. Oh, oh, you love it. There we you go. That's you've better. missed it. You've missed you got it, very excited it. there. You look at the waveform. It's like, whoa, Tom was excited. <laughs> I'm actually speaking into the microphone today. I know. You're speaking through this, the microphone. This audio should actually work. I looked up the It is it sounds good. Yeah, sorry, you looked up. What happened? Someone recommended a topic. Back on well, track. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Um it was Mark Ferguson who recommended that we talk about camera maintenance and how you oh. go about <laughs> oh. how you go about keeping dust off sensors. And I'm like, that's a great topic. Can you lead that one for me, Mark? Because I had a horrendous time in the Kimberley recently with my new Nikon mirrorless Z7 high performance camera. Thank you. Thank you, Nikon. Thank you, Julie Kimpton. And, uh, they haven't given me any money, but they will, I'm sure, after that plug. Oh, just unbelievable amount of dust on the sensor. Yeah, but that's that's how you get that lovely soft focus effect. No. No. no? The amount of editing is just oh, like boggling. Big, big bloblets of Oh, just, of just like like you couldn't you not couldn't, an even haze. You can't even think that there could be this many dust spots on a sensor. And there yeah. there are. There were, there are. So straight to online somehow, somewhere. Croydon Camera House, that's where I went, yep. And uh, dust sensor, you know, swabs and everything mm. else to try and which you've got to be very careful of doing, by the way. Let's just yeah. put that out there. Let's not, let's not recommend doing that, yeah. <laughs> if you need your – I would recommend – how often would you recommend it? It depends on how often you use your camera, doesn't it? But I don't know, if you're using your camera – Occasionally, I'd probably say twice a year, wouldn't you? You'd go and get your sensor professionally cleaned. Oh, do you really want me to chime in on this topic? Oh, you don't want to talk about this topic at all. Here I, I am. Can, I can trying talk to get about some it. momentum, trying to add some value to this topic. Twenty-eight minutes into the podcast, 
and you're just hosing it down. Well, how about we do this? Because I think we've got slightly different approaches. Why don't you tell me about your maintenance routine? <laughs> and then I'll tell you about mine. <laughs> Let me tell you about my maintenance routine. If no, like God. with your camera, your camera maintenance. Like, Tom. Oh, oh, oh. I thought yeah. you were talking put, about Put your epilator away. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> All the rest of it. Oh, that's another topic I didn't talk about in our no, intro. That'll no, have to I wait. Don't think, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> no, not the manscaping thing. Oh. I've been on a bit of a mission, Matt, because I think we're still a bit too early getting into the topic. Clearly, we okay. don't have any. Let's delay, delay tactics. I'm going through a big personal and business shift. Let's just <gasps> say that. <gasps> oh, unbelievable. So let me tell you, just to put a bit of meat on the bones. Um, I've I know merchandise is part of it. Merchandise. The business side of things, I've discovered the power of not trying to do everything yourself and actually hiring others who might who might be better qualified. Is this an interview? <laughs> so, Matt, I was just wondering. No, 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 it's not. No, I've discovered Fiverr. And, oh. And I've discovered that nothing you get on Fiverr is actually for $5. No, and it's generally, yeah, okay, you keep going. Here's the guy. Here's the guy. I've got seven people working for me at the moment on different projects. Here's the latest quote that came through and said, I've completed an order of your site and I'm confident I can get this job done. It will cost you USD, US dollars, $150, and it will take about three days to finish the task. Yeah, no. Not, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but the problem here is that, firstly, it was a $5 quote and it's three days worth of work. I'm worried about who's doing it. But even at $150, it's going to take three days. I'm worried about the qualifications of this human because no, no, I'm going with people who look. This guy, this should uh, be a couple of thousand dollars. No, no, no. Come on, don't say that. He'll put up his quote. He's from Bangladesh, so obviously the standard of living and the currency, you know, all the rest of it. He's got 371 five star reviews. I'm not going to knock that back. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. I'm just 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 working <laughs> something out. Here we go. Uh, Don't shoot me down. What I'm trying to say is I'm growing as a as a person because I'm actually not trying to do everything myself. I'm actually getting help from others and I'm not very good at asking help from others. Okay, you're right. That is a pretty good rate for Bangladesh. Okay, I was just you. checking out the average wage in Bangladesh. <laughs> it's a month's make... worth of wages for that bloke. I it's reckon. not quite. It's $241.26 a month, but that's okay. Is that US dollars or Australian dollars? No, this is Australian dollars. Well, yes. Oh, so yeah, time... oh, sorry. Yes, oh, thank you very US. much. Oh. By the time you times... One to one fifty times that by one point three. There's one hundred ninety five dollars. It's at two hundred and three dollars and twenty cents Australian. You're such a geek. What's the exchange rate at the moment? Are you checking? You know, you're a banker by heart, aren't you? That's what you are. um, This is just on the Google. All your money's coming from. Anyway, um, yeah. So, all right. So you've hired people from Bangladesh to redesign your website. Um, Do other things. Lots of other things. Lots of things that I can't disclose at the moment. I noticed your website still hasn't improved. So get onto it. Disgraceful. Yeah. And the second thing is personally <laughs> not drinking as much as in only having the occasional wine. What do you do during lockdown? <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water. Oh. And I did – for those who know me well and have done their research, know that I have had a little bit of a sporting career, not anything professional, but I do enjoy a little bit of exercise – and in the past, I used to do a little bit of triathlon. Well, the longest swim I've ever done in training is six kilometers, which was just under two hours. 
longest bike ride I'd done was 120 kilometers. The longest run I did was three, 32 kilometers in training. And I actually broke my bike record on the weekend, believe it by, or not. By going no further than five kilometers. No, I was absolutely within my 5K radius. Let's just get that straight. Just did it 57 times. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I did five hours and seven minutes on the bike. Right. Wowzers. I know, uh, and you still, you still only got 5Ks. Just a little bit of pat on the back there for me. Yeah, yeah. At 47, Matt. The last time I did... Wow, are you 47? I'm 47 now. Jeez. You wouldn't know it, would you? You would not know it. Just looking at So me, the, the topic way. for today was... <laughs> <laughs> Camera maintenance. I have... I, I, look, I don't treat my gear well. However, no one just likes like, Just like the relationships in your life. <laughs> just like our relationship. <laughs> It, I just, I, we have one of those relationships, Matt, where we could not speak for a year and we would just pick it up where we left off. Yeah, yeah. still bitter and competitive. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, hold on. You're Why saying the hell haven't you called me? I'm confused here. You're saying that you don't treat your gear well, but you still take it for a service at least twice a year? Oh, no, I don't take it for a service. I do that well, myself. A camera swab. I do you swab that it. You swab it. I swab it. Swab it. I've got one of those Arctic butterflies, which sounds more like a sex toy than anything a else. A what? Arctic butterfly. Have you not heard of one of those? No, it's one I'm... of those um, sensor you know, brushes. F- yeah, don't the, Google the it, police. people. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, there was a time there, uh, and I shouldn't be admitting this, that many years ago, if you Googled Tom Putt, you would come up with something rather lewd, shall we say. That's an expensive ass brush, Tom. How much are they cost? They're two hundred and twenty dollars. Really, I did not pay that much for my Arctic butterfly. I'm sure it is literally just a brush in a case. What it is, it's a static brush, so it's got a battery in it. That's why it's probably why I'm thinking more like a sex toy. And it it vibrates when it you turn it light. on, creates static, and then you turn it off, and then you brush it over your sensor before you put the swab on. And what that does is it takes away a lot of the dust anyway. Anyway, oh. look, bef- don't go and do any of this before you watch numerous YouTube videos. And then if you're confident that you can do it yourself, go for your life. But disclaimer, we take no. We take no. What am I looking for, Matt? Respons- Responsibility. Responsibility. <laughs> not, not a word that comes up often in your world, is it? <laughs> Before kids, I used to say to people, like, oh, have you got kids? I go, I'm not even responsible enough to look after myself, let alone anybody else. Yeah. Still to this day, still to this day, my daughter's 18 and my son, <laughs> my gorgeous boy, he's 14. Um, oh. So Arctic butterfly over the sensor, get rid of – look, if nothing else, just get a blower brush and just get blowing into that sensor just to move something, okay, if you're finding there's a problem in the first place. But, of course, nothing beats going having a professional – Clean and don't be a tight ass and say, oh, it costs me $100. It's a lot of money. Just spend the money. Okay. Do you want to spend two hours in front of each of your photographs trying to get all the dust off them? What's your time worth, Matthew? Well, it depends, depends if you live in Bangladesh, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just feel like I've just been caned this whole, this whole podcast. When is this over? Another 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe. Not yeah. soon enough. <laughs> my coffee's wearing off um so this is really funny that you say this because i wouldn't have picked you as a maintenance guy i'm not well I you don't. are because you 
you swab your brush, you, I, you, you sensor with a two hundred dollar brush. Um, I have never in my life had a sensor clean. <gasps> no, one, I've had one one sensor. Wow. Clean. I have never put a brush near my sensor. Right. Um, but here's the reason why. You get your minions to do it. Firstly, no one looks at my photos close enough to notice the dust. Secondly, <laughs> <laughs> no. Secondly, I've you I'm put one them of those up people... on social media, Matt, and they're hundred pixels wide. You really don't exactly. get to see a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no. So the issues that I have with um with with maintenance, right? So I I've obviously come from a, a underwater photography background, and you buy these underwater housings. They're completely air sealed, water sealed. I guess air sealed both. But everything's sealed. Um, you put your camera in there, you jump in the water. And this is in more recent years, you actually put a vacuum pump on it. So it sucks the air out of the housing and tells you when it's pressurized so that um, if there's a leak, it'll warn you that there's a leak before you get in the water. But that's when I say relatively new, it's not new, new, but it's become a lot more commonplace in, in you know, domestic housings. And in the past, I've bought and sold probably five or six different camera housings and every single one of them, when I've sold them after I've upgraded or used it and have done with it, I've never, ever had a problem, never had a, a minute of maintenance on them. I don't change the O-rings. I don't really grease the O-rings. I just, just it is what it is. Within three or four days of the other person buying it, it always floods, almost guaranteed. Oh. And it is not because of it's a dodgy housing. It's because I go, what happened? And they go, oh, well, when I got it, I pulled all the O-rings out and I pulled all the everything out and I like oh. greased it and I did all this. And it's like, and what they've done is they've pulled apart this perfectly working machine and tried to rebuild it and they <sighs> stuff it every time. And this is what I think with cameras is like, so I used to work for Olympus, as most of you know, and when you have, um, and that was sort of the first, the mirrorless game um, in like a big way. And so they had onboard image stabilization. And what would happen mm. is people would go and try and clean their own sensors, not realizing that it's the sensor is on really fine, um, I'm not going to say elastic bands because I don't actually know what, what it is, but they're, they're suspended. Mm. It's like a gimbal. It is. And so mm. if you brush or touch it too hard, you can unhook the, the spring mechanism yes. on the sensor and it basically just pushes the sensor out of place and you've just got to then send it in to get it If you brush or push me too hard, I just end up... It's just unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> and so I look at it now and I go, you know what? I just feel like don't poke the sensor, you know? Don't it poke need, the bear. It doesn't even, and look, I, don't, I do agree with you that if you are someone who's really, you know, wants to be meticulous about your photography, I'm, I'm absolutely of the opinion... Don't try and do this yourself because if you stuff your sensor, that's a really big cost. Don't if you had a fixed hundred dollar cost to go and get this serviced, you know, at a camera yeah. shop once a year, yeah. um, that is, you know, you only have to stuff your sensor once every five years, <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you, you're you're behind. So definitely take it to a shop if you need to clean it. But but I'll also say. Don't do maintenance on things that don't need maintenance. If you don't have oh. a dirty sensor, don't go and try and clean it because you think you should clean it every three months. It needs servicing and needs cleaning when it needs cleaning. That's my take. Thank hard you. Line. Wow, hard line. <laughs> what about what about the tripod? Because there's another sticky little customer, isn't it? Yep. Because pop it in the, pop it in the bath. In the bath. Every now and then. Drown it in the bath. And and is that with the legs out or with the legs in? No, I'm joking. I've never cleaned my tripod in my life. Serious? You don't use yeah. it often enough. I do. I just, it's just, you know, a little bit of crunch. You don't take it, it down the beach. You're <laughs> one of these people. Uh, Matt's one of these, sorry, everybody. Matt's a fair weather photographer. He doesn't take, if, if there's any sign of 
inclement weather. He doesn't take his gear outside. He sent me a photo of his studio, his new porn hub studio. These yes, the other. Day. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. You did. And, uh, and we'll just bleep that out, Matt. Just bleep that out. Editing, just take a note. That was at about the four hour, 40 minutes and 20 second mark. Um, you, you're not taking your tripods outside, are you? I'd, what does that matter? Like, it, fair weather photographer. If, you, if, if anything, if you take it out in the rain, at least it gets a, a clean there. The problem is now you're texting me. Photo. Yeah, I just thought, I just thought I'd send you. What's a fair oh weather God. photographer? I thought that's just a, a view from my office. That's a beautiful view. Where's my invite to come and see you? Well, you can. Rude. Yeah. Yeah, that looks amazing. Um, so, is that, uh, like a, is that like a tennis court off to the side there? And what's that in the front yard with the water on it? That's a swimming pool. There's a swimming pool. What's no that ten- in the I don't have a tennis yard with the water on it? Yes. It's a- <laughs> that would be a hole in the ground, Tom, with some water in it, otherwise known as a swimming pool. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, at the moment, we call it the duck pond because we've got a couple of resident ducks that come in. Oh, and, don't uh, let and them do it. In the they, if they shit in it, the whole chemical goes off in the pool and you'll never get it back. All Believe right. me, I'll- my dad's a pool cleaner. Oh, really? Yeah, he is. Yeah. That's a weird fact. No, I know. I know. Uh, yeah, okay. There you go. Um, um, I... I, I what we've done? <laughs> tripods outdoors, all those yeah. things. No, so I take tripod- mine in the shower. Mary loves loves to go into the shower and realise that the tripod's taking up most of the shower vanity. She loves it. She loves that. that in fact, we we've been. Was this an innuendo? Is this a sort of like a, a metaphor? Like Tom's, like I'm in the shower and my tripod thing. <laughs> Oh or you God. genuinely take it in the shower? Uh, I do genuinely take it in the shower. I stand it up. I give it a good hose down, rinse down, and I leave it in there just so Mary can get thoroughly you, pissed you off. Have, a, have you got a – when I say waterproof tripod, obviously most water, most tripods are waterproof. But, you know, the waterproof ones, for those who haven't, like, bought or looked at them, so basically some legs are sealed. So, you know, when you put your legs in the water, if you have a cheap tripod, the legs will fill with water. Yeah. So especially if you're around the ocean, that fills your legs with salt yeah. water. The yeah. waterproof tripods, though, they're – water sealed so yes you get mm. water on the outside but they don't fill the insides mm. have you got a waterproof one i don't oh well i might probably do but maybe i've wrecked it but yeah it's stuffed i i've seriously you know I, one thing i can recommend that if you have tripod legs that aren't coming in and out as smoothly as you'd like get lube uh, it's yeah it's a silicon um, spray from bunnings mm. just type in silicon spray bunnings and uh, it's not wd-40 it's it's different again and that's a and great so lube. It's a great lube your... to spray onto your legs. But don't, 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 don't go. Oh, my legs are full of sand. I'll put this spray on. That's not going to cure it. You have to clean no. your tripod. Yeah. Make sure you get rid of all the sand and anything else that's causing the problem, and then put the lube on to, so they slide out nice and easily. Because the issue is, if you just spray the silicon spray on, it's kind of like when you're at the beach and you put sunscreen on after you've got sand on you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that would feel great. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we love but that. These, these days, a lot of the good brands, they make tripods that don't have any metal parts below the head. And right. so like the Sarui Waterproof Series, the carbon fiber ones, um, they have no metal parts from the uh, the neck of the tripod right down to the base. And so it's all carbon fiber and plastic, which sounds like a bad thing, but it's actually amazing because, you, 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 yeah, you never get rust on it. Yeah. Um, and you don't really hit a lot of those issues. I mean, if you get sand, like a lot of sand in it, that's true. But I would normally sort of... When I pick my tripod up at the beach, I would kind of like just rinse it in the salt water, like the, the legs of it. Yeah, that's not in bad the loose thing water, either. and then I kind of like cool. And then if salt dries on it, it tends to kind of, I don't know, it just doesn't. It's never been an issue. This, yeah, 
You know the maintenance I do get really annoyed at though. So this is something that this I do have an opinion on this one. Lens maintenance is kind of a killer. One minute to go, and he's got a strong opinion on on the topic, right? So two things with lens maintenance: never clean a lens that doesn't need cleaning, right? So every time you rub that little cloth and spray horrible sprays on the front of your lens element, you're rubbing the coatings off, the anti-reflective coatings off, and you keep. I've seen people they get their elbows into it. Yeah, yeah, but you should always have one of those UV filters on your lens anyway. Well, if you have a UV filter. That's totally fine. But still, you still wear the co- the coatings off the UV filters. If you look at them after a while, they yep. almost have that kind of petrol smear, kind of purples and Oh, greens. yes, I know the one. Yeah. Yeah, because people spray sprays on them and then they get their – they full-on like Thai massage their their, their front element, and <laughs> which sounds really weird when I say that loud. Thai um, massage. Where <laughs> have you know, like, they, get the elbow, they get the elbows into it and like oh, knees God, into it. A, we've talked about Clean. tripods in the shower. We've talked about your <laughs> – Studio today. We will be off air. I swear. (laughs) Thank you for everybody for listening to Matt and Tom's excellent podcast. Sorry that this will be our final episode, given that Apple, Podbean, Spotify, and everybody else have kicked us off the air. That's it. You can find us on Silk Road. Go on, lens. Either I haven't been listening or I've got distracted because um, every time you pull your lens out, don't clean it. Look right. at it. If it needs cleaning, clean it. But if it does need cleaning, go gentle. It doesn't need to be scrubbed. Don't need to get crazy about it. I usually find that like that small sort of like polishing circular motion, but really gently takes it off a lot faster than like jamming your finger through it and um, and trying to like, you know, really scrub it. So, is it but is but I see it, that all the time, yeah. Right. Is it true that Nick Fletcher uses, rather than a lens cloth, a pair of his old dirty throw-out undies as, as, as a device to clean his lenses? Is that right? I have heard that rumor. <laughs> there you go. I could I could come out with a line of like g-string um, pink fluoro g-string undies that that aren't really undies. They're actually a lens cloth. There you go. You see, I've just revolutionised the photography industry just with that one crazy thought. Oh, see, I think what you need to do is maybe not go with the skimpy g-string. Maybe go with like a giant set of like pantaloons, and that way you've got more lens cloth for your, the big, your butt. The big grandma ones. I could just see 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 Tom there with this tiny little g-string trying to polish dust off his sensor. <laughs> and, and to be honest, and, and you could call them the Arctic butterfly pants. <laughs> oh my god! Stop it! Stop it! All right, on the. <laughs> I think that's it, Tom. I think we should just go. <laughs> I'm calling well, Tom we've out. Come back. I'd like to think we've come back with a bang. And uh, and and I hope you've had a bit of a laugh. We certainly have. Oh, my God. Too funny. Um, thanks, Matt. It was great. To, I think it was great to catch up with you. Yeah, and, I'll let you know. Uh, and have a chat. And, and, and how often are we doing this again? Did we say weekly, fortnightly? I think what we're going to go for. I think we're going to go for weekly, and then maybe for, oh. we'll see how we go. Okay, All fortnight, whatever. We'll see how we go. Let's but I will see, say, let's see what legal action we have. And for those yes. for those BFOP people who are panicking about what I've just said on this podcast, don't worry. We'll be in touch very shortly with an email and explain everything. Yes. Looking forward to it. Maybe Tom can tune in from Western Australia, where he will be stuck yes. in quarantine. Oh. And um, yeah, if you've got if you haven't already. Look up Jimmy Rees on YouTube and all of his stuff he does about quarantine and shutting the border and all the rest of it. Have you heard of him? No, I'm going to do it now though. R-E-E-S. Go on. You waste a day looking through all of that at the moment. Jimmy Rees. He's, um, you know, Giggle and Hoot on um, ABC. I don't. He's the, yeah, he's the, he's the Giggle. 
Oh, yeah, Jimmy Giggle. Anyway, look him up. He does some fantastic um, skits about um, all of this uh, lockdown and everything else. Anyway. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next time on yet another amazing episode of Matt and Tom's Excellent Podcast. See you later, guys. Bye. (laughs) 